lost her. Where you been? I've been looking for you. Where did I put you? Under that magazine pile or that newspaper? Oh, no, there you are. Welcome back to Fishtown Local. I am here today with my incredibly talented engineer, Jim Capillo, and special guest, Deb Hardy. Welcome, Deb. Thanks for having me. All right. For those who do or do not know Deb, she is spectacular. I don't want to call her a folky because she really does her own kind of music. And perhaps we might talk her into doing a song. So how did you originally find your way to Gloucester? Well, I found my way to Gloucester because I was dating a woman um, that was from this area. I was living down in the Somerville, Medford area. And that relationship so I moved up here to move in with that person and then that broke when we broke up I was going to move back to that Boston area but I looked at the rents and they were the same as Medford area and I thought but this is so much more beautiful here and I've, oh, I've already great. fallen in love with with uh, Gloucester I have know so many people that say they move somewhere because and then the relationship broke up but they stayed including me at college. I transferred college to follow a woman, and she dumped me. And I stayed. <laughs> so, and I, right, and happily ever after, yeah, to Joanne. And so how, um, were you a folky in the scene? Were you playing in all the Somerville clubhouses or clubs? Back, well, and? back uh, at that time, I was in, I uh, just finished art school. I was working full-time as an art teacher, and I was writing songs but I wasn't really performing much. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so you were sort of banking the songs, because you have a lot of songs. I do. And uh, I always wondered, were they all from a modern time? So you have some old and some... Yes, I have songs that I've been writing since I was 12, and um, but, but I never really... Um, went out and performed as a solo artist. In the 80s, I was in. A, I was a backup singer in a, oh. in a, um, a band, an original band, um, with the big hair, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I played keyboard. And, oh, did you? Yeah, totally <laughs> but you didn't have big hair. <laughs> I did. I, oh, I had did the you? Whole, oh, yeah, I, you mean a perm? Sure. Oh, my God, because you got long hair now, so that yeah. you must have permed like that. Yes, it was, it was big hair. It was a lot of fun, but it was it was not my own thing. It wasn't yeah. until I um, sort of settled here in my when I was 30. That's how old I was when I came to Gloucester. And I, I, got, I got hooked up with, with Art Space, and that was a oh. really nurturing... Shep Abbott's Art Space, Shep, Shep who's Abbott's been on the show. Yeah, That's where I met my current wife. That's where... I was started to perform on a regular basis, and I started to perform at the Glass Sailboat on a regular basis. Oh. Um, and back then I was Mac Bell. Mac Bell. That was still his right, place. That was yeah. Still his place. A great location too. Oh, it was uh, fantastic! Like and what story. a scene that was! And yeah. that, at that time, I was in a band with my with my wife and with Brian King called Crone, oh. uh, and Stephanie Cornell. You might know her. Yeah. She was in that band, and uh, we did all original songs, and we all harmonized. We would take turns singing lead depending on who wrote the song oh. i'm yeah. a big brian king fan and i'm a big broadway fan and he like he will break into broadway at any given time he can do but it all. he is show tunes he's his tunes he's he does that wonderful thing with the recorder and he'll put his looper on and then he'll just sing the da da do ba and then boom that'll start playing he'll sing harmony with it he'll record that then he'll have the harmony and he'll do two or three overlays so three or four people are singing in harmony and then he'll keep that running and he'll sing in the room 
to his own backup band. And everybody in the audience watches him construct the thing. And he's obviously done it enough times that he does it fast. And it's so That's interesting. A, yeah, he's a very talented man. Mm -hmm. And when we were in a band together, we would do each do that li do, do that live. I remember one song oh. that he wrote called Circle, where yeah. we would each have a part that we would repeat. Uh, oh, so now he just got the machine to replace you. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, that's what the American unions are facing, but uh, wow, that, so you were really connected in the music, uh, Gloucester music scene, as they say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but you've never been here before, so you've never been on the Alan Estes, Peter Van Ness show music scene. I've never been on it. Well, you're in good company, because neither have I, yeah. even though I made my living in the music biz. But yeah. They, yeah. We're not in the uh, clique. I guess. So we're oblique we're and not in the clique. Well, I first got to hear you as a folky and not so distinguished either. Because in other words, you just suddenly, I, maybe I saw you at the UU church and you suddenly went up and played a tune and they hadn't really done that much of that. For those of you hearing that sound on the radio, that is not Deb playing. That is our door system. And uh, uh, we have to balance the <laughs> artistic with the necess necessities of opening the damn doors. So, all right, yes, and we have a new neighbor. So, anyway, back to business, says my engineer. Don't talk about me. Um, so, your wife now is Carrie. Mullen. Mullen, of course. What's wrong with me? And I am a huge Carrie Mullen fan, mm -hmm. who obviously is uh, one of the uh, worker bees at our, the UU Church, which is that wonderful building downtown, for those that don't know, the Meeting House, the big, giant, yellow church that is really now Gloucester's tallest church and sits up there on the horizon, beckoning the boots to Gloucester. Mm -hmm. So how did you meet her? Well, through art space, she was renting studio space. Oh, She's an artist, a visual yes. artist, and um, back then, uh, art space included a Sunday night affinity group where we would have uh, a potluck meal with Shep and, and a group of us artists and musicians and poets, and we would go around the room and show our latest piece or sing our latest song or recite our latest poetry, and and Carrie was part of that group. And it was love at first sight. It was. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, we were friends, actually. Yeah. At first, you know, we, and that formed a deep... Uh, well, you were so different, because all great couples are. I mean, salt and pepper, and she's just so yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and to have her integrated into your current band. Now, tell me the name of the current band. Well, I've got two two things that I'm doing. Yeah. I've got the folk group called Heelmobile. Yes, that's the one that I just saw. And we right. do original music and, and sort of spirituals and... Um, who, tell me the tall blonde's name, who is the third member? Um, Alice Underhill was in the band Two Tall Blondes. Is that, is oh, that okay. Yeah, they were a duo. Because when you guys sing together, she seems to have a voice that's way similar to yours, and you guys do, do, do that thing where you're in parallel. Yeah. Carrie has her own other voice, more traditional folk harmony. Sweet. But uh, she is... Uh, I'm sorry, what her was name her? is Alice. Alice, it was Alice, sorry. And she is right on the beam with you. I mean, you're both sort of crazy in that good sense, and uh, so she feels that she, you reach down to your soul. Well, we, we were, I think it's a reflection of our friendship, and we've been singing together for a long time now, and mm -hmm. I love harmonies that are really tight and close, yes. and I love to flip where 
I'll be I'll be underneath the person and then I'll go up above and you can't really tell who's instead of just the traditional yes uh, third always third the part same. I yes. like to, I like to do interesting yeah. harmonies yeah. you do interesting harmonies and you have a funny way your voice I don't want to say cracks but it when you started the piece I heard last weekend and just that beautiful almost like is it Alanis Morissette it, mm. uh, and suddenly it, oh, and you'll hear the real <laughs> note but it'll come in in a way where you go. What is that? And yet it's not out of tune. It's not hideous sounding. It's gorgeous. And then, but it then, it conforms to regular harmony, but it first so seizes the attention, like last week when you started that last song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, turn, you, you woke me up in church. I mean, thanks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was nice because I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I remember when I was first uh, hearing you guys, I, I said, okay, just a bunch of folkies, you know, yeah. no. Then I remember a couple of years went by, and then I'd hear it, and I went, oh, my God. You're playing originals, and they were so original and yet so beautifully composed and harmonized. Mm. And Carrie was drumming. Mm. But Alice, when I heard that, it was a real, I don't want to say band, but it was a real work of, you know, construction of harmony and music and the emotion of the thing. Of course, that big building, the acoustics in that church are yeah. just great for you. It is, it, and it, it brings out, you know, when you're in a space like that, yeah. you end up, you know, wanting to fill the space because yes. it sounds so good. Oh, it, yeah. it, it just helps you project. Yeah. It helped, helps me project. When I talk about your voice cracking, so to speak, it's not really that. It's almost like an inner cry of emotion that sort of bemoans or celebrates the human condition mm-hmm. where it's just like where we all are even at the best of times life mm-hmm. is no picnic to get down the road and that comes out you know the good and the bad in your music i don't mean the badness of the music i mean of life mm-hmm. and it's the how life is hard mm-hmm. and it's easy and it's hard and it's good and it's bad and that your music really seems to touch those bases not just oh i'm a happy person doing a happy song and look isn't it birdie you know yeah no yeah. i i would be bored with if, with that mm-hmm. i i i appreciate that feedback is that my my intention is to get to the emotional point mm-hmm. quickly well i don't want to say i underestimated you but i did in the beginning i thought you were just like a lot of folkies you see around playing birdie songs in a bar but then then the more I listened, uh, almost like Willie Alexander, you know, the more you listen, it's not, don't go to hear a pop tune on the radio. Willie has got his own style, and so do you. And that being said, I um, feel that we should ask of your artistry, and I... I'm going to give you time to talk over the sounds of you plugging your guitar. (laughs) There we are. Her guitar is just a gorgeous Yamaha, which is covered with sunflowers. You didn't paint that. No, this is uh, wrapping paper in Mod Podge. Really? Mm -hmm. And then you just put contact cement or you spray them out? The Mod Podge is the type of um, uh, glue. Yeah, okay, Mod Podge. Okay, see, I'm not an art spacer. The the wrapping paper is thin. You don't, if you ever, those of you that might think of um, decorating your guitar, you don't want to use a thick paper because it might interfere with the vibration of the. Well, I read the Hip Hop Times, and that's a wrap paper. (laughs) Wrapping paper, I should have said. Sorry, damn, I had that, and I let it get away. (laughs) Wrapping paper, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Okay, and so what is the title? This is called Akin to Life. Ah. Deb Hardy. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for making me look good because you did everything in that song that I said that I liked about you. And uh, that was just fabulous. And that's yours, obviously. It is, yeah. Well, it, it begs the question, what, what's next? What do you want out of life? Well, I, that's a great question because I'm right in this time in my life where I am thinking of that because as I mentioned before we started recording, I just finished an album with Michael LaMarche called, uh, we called ourselves Hardy and LaMarche and the album was called Trickle. And I want to promote that album, but at the same time I want to um, put together a band, a small band, like a trio with a percussionist and, and, and find a vocalist. Um, you know, this is in addition to Healmobile, this is in addition mm -hmm. to the rock band, cover band that I'm in, where I do original songs but also do um, an acoustic version of, of cover songs. That, that would be my next uh, project. By yourself or with? with it, I'd like to with form a trio. trio yeah, I'd like, to saw, yeah. I'd like to create a new oh, trio. That's great. Yeah. Well, now, cover band, what, what, who's in that band? So we're called the Altairs, and um, I, there, we've got uh, there's three guys, um, Tom Alley, uh, Jamie Melville, Carl DeFran DeFranza, and um, Carl and... Uh, Jamie are from Peabody and Tommy's from Salem and uh, we do Etta James, James um, 
Janis Joplin, Led Zeppelin. I love singing Led yeah. Zeppelin. And um, we're a heavy-duty, you know, classic rock cover band, and we'll be playing at the church, uh, the part of the Meeting House um, Music on Meeting House Green concert series. On the Friday. On Friday, August 3rd, a week from oh, Friday. That's only yeah, the next one after yeah, this. Right. Oh, great. one after tomorrow. Oh, good, because I can't go tomorrow, but I can come next week. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's a fun band. Yeah, it's a fun series, too to have those bands out there. And, yeah, Charles uh, is doing a great job of organizing that. The great stage and the lighting and people bringing their own yeah. chairs. And then, and then we, we get to um, benefit Hawk. So people that oh, come great. that are having a good time and they want to donate to, um, to Hawk, that will be the one that we're sort of paired up with that night. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, now, when you first took up with Carrie, your wife, mm-hmm. were, how do I put this, was it still being having uh, marrying another woman it was that still uh were you early on in that or was it like now that's pretty accepted or were you in the oh, vanguard you we at were, that point yeah we were on the frontier there that's what i thought we were when when i what was this 15 years ago or 10 years well, ago? well no we've been together for 23 years okay we got married at the UU Church um, 18 years ago, which was years before wow. it became yeah. legal. We had a, so we had a spiritual ceremony. Oh. And I invited, um, we had 150 people, and my mother sat in the front row with a hat. You know, she was a proud mother of the bride, and um, it was the most spiritual experience I've ever had. And then when it became legal in Massachusetts, we just took Wendy Fitting, our, our minister, oh, out, to, did it for out real. to dinner yeah. and, and signed the papers. There yeah. was no need for another ceremony. Wendy yeah. married all my kids, and we had a gay wedding in our family. I know. So it's, she was just so good at that. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I used to preside over these softball games at the end of the 60s and the early 70s, and two of the participants were living undercover, and that was Grace Perry and Grace oh. Parsons. But it's, they were undercover, and it was totally their husbands, when they found out, hated them for it. And they were in the vanguard. They were the trailblazers because people would yell at them and say, get out of here, and, you know. But they later on married. It took their original names back, Grace Mosseri and Grace Schraft. And I think of them as the earliest pioneers of that but you came shortly thereafter because they were 40 years ago but still even 20 years ago it was the wild west you know it's like you're what you know get out of here you know kind of thing yeah gloucester is probably one of the better places though yeah it was safe here to be dating and yeah as a matter of fact i'll never forget during that time when it became legal we were interviewed on the uh for the gloucester daily times and when that was going to be printed, whatever day that was, the next day or a few days afterwards, I was terrified oh. I, of backlash. None came. None. But Good. that was because I was raised with such homophobia. Yeah. We all were. And I had... You, know, I you just, had to keep it inside, and you have to cover it up. Yeah. Wow. Not anymore, though. No, it's great. And our church has been a pioneer in that. Yeah. And uh, although not doesn't seem as obvious as it was under Wendy, where... People really sought us out for that, yeah. but it's now just indigenous it's st- in the it's still welcoming in the congregation and welcoming. Yeah. Yes, exactly like that. I gotta say, I, I I so enjoy our administration now, but I so miss Wendy. Yeah, she had such a great balance between lifestyle and religion. Not mm. too much of either, mm. and uh, <laughs> yeah. to me, that's a good thing. And her stories, and, I miss yeah. her stories. I always loved that she would say, "I'd say I'm so sorry I missed church last week." She said, "In this church, 
we don't take attendance. <laughs> I just love that, which made me want to come back more, you know, rather than, oh, gee, I missed. I'm really sorry. <laughs> In fact, I feel like she is as much of a customer of our church, and she should be back in there as a as a an audience member as anyone, mm -hmm. because I feel like she really misses us as much as we more than we miss her and uh, her life has not been as you know happy and she makes up for it in other ways she's coming back this weekend to do dick wilson's wife barbara's funeral and just shows you how fast she'll run right back in when asked yeah. and i always said let's ask her <laughs> or come in disguise wear a mustache and sit in the back row <laughs> but they have this thing in uu churches where they really don't want the old folks to come back because they're afraid that the congregation will turn to them and then say to them, oh, my son is having a problem, blah, 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 instead of working through the current administration. Yeah. And you could see that that could happen because the people that were there 20 years ago all were so used to going to Wendy, yeah. as you were, as you I know, did. to yeah. say, Wendy, you're my spiritual guide. That's right. So that's exactly. good. Yeah. Um, so uh, are there more original albums that are waiting to pour out from chests of songs that you've been archiving for years? Or Well, I... I have a previous album, but no, I, I recorded this last album with um, newly acquired uh, sound equipment that I purchased. Um, so, you know, I'm wide open, t I'm ready to record new stuff. That's great. Uh, yeah, I want to start with And where do you do that? Do you have a little home studio? I do. Oh, that's great. Well, digital has freed us all. It it's like uh, self-publishing on the computer now, self-recording and yeah. self, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So you do not just GarageBand. You have a better, like, Pro Tools or one of those recording No, messages. just GarageBand. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that well, because amazing? Because, you know, I'm not doing very anything very complicated, yeah. just a lot of vocals. And well, there you go. Percussion. It's like making movies on the iPhone. Yeah. People do it. And uh, I saw a movie a kid made, uh, Austin Monell, Gloucester High, he's on the sailing team. He made this about sailing and the history of sailing in Gloucester. He made the whole thing and edited it all on his iPhone. Wow. And I asked for a copy of it. I saw it because I, we got to get this on TV. But we got to get this on cable because there's no slot per se for a kid to bring an 18-minute movie in and say, can I show this to you? And even though you guys at cable have been so supportive of student mm -hmm. um, video because, <laughs> A, you outfitted every single school. And then you coach mm -hmm. them and detect stuff. But they haven't necessarily come in with a big radio, you know, regular TV show that's kid only and everybody supports it and watches it. So I said to Austin, bring that show to me because, and it was just amazingly well done. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. Um, I had another question I wanted to ask about that. Um, do you have uh, originals that are still standing by or are you ready, ready to start writing as they say. I'm ready to start writing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, what I enjoyed about this last album was um, uh, commenting and, and reflecting upon um, you know, things that are ha you know, happening currently mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of just my internal experience, but my, uh, my thoughts and feelings about what's happening mm -hmm. in the world. And, mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to do my, you know, I'm, my mind is completely open now as to what to do. Like I said, my focus now is not Don't really do that. The closed mind is how we survive. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I had to say that. But so, yeah, yes. Yeah, my, my next, you know, in the near future is, as I mentioned, I want to I want to create a, um, a trio to to promote the, the album that I just invested in. 
because um, it's really a beautiful album, yeah, and I want to promote that's great. that. Yeah. Would that be the trio that would have Alice in it, too, or would it Well, be... that's Hillmobile. That's a separate Oh, project. it is. Yeah. So it would not be that group. No, this is something new. How about the new group. one that you're thinking of doing? Would that be Alice and those folks? I guess it depends on the song. Well, I am recording Alice um, tomorrow, actually. She's coming down, and we're going to record her. So um, And you? Uh, no, 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 just her. I'm just going to focus oh. on her. Okay. But my own project um, in terms of recording, I'm, I don't have anything on the... On the horizon, like I said, I'm just focusing on um, performing right now. Like, because I work full time, and I that's have right. Time and to for do those it. who don't know, she is uh, one of the cashiers at the Common Crow, yeah. and uh, very one of the friendliest people there. And because uh, some of the other ones have been there so long that they're just like, yeah, next, you know. But you always like, hey, <laughs> to each customer, like it's, you know, oh, I'm meeting you. Um, when you do a record like the one that is a going to come out that you haven't written yet that you have an open mind for as some of the originals i heard on sunday will you let your musicians just make their own parts or will you say well i want you to sing the the third or the fifth and then switch with me or does that just organically happen you start playing the song and they jump in and well uh, what i can tell you is when i worked with michael just this past year um we with the, it was a combination of two, two different um, ways of doing it. One was he, I had a specific idea, so sometimes it's very concrete and I want this. Mm -hmm. Then other times um, I'll put my line down, record my part, and then just see what he comes up with. Oh, so there's there, is a, there is a lot of trust yeah. with, with, but it depends on who I'm working with. With Michael, he could find the harmony. Mm -hmm. um, with, with when I'm working with my wife, for instance, sometimes she can find the harmony really well too. So, and Alice as well. So sometimes we find, and sometimes as we're listening, I'll um, fine tune it and say, well, try it, try it here mm -hmm. to add a little more tension or yeah. more emotion. Yeah, because Alice, the stuff I saw, and I couldn't tell who was singing which part, it seemed like you could never assign that to someone and say, oh, just switch to part, but that you guys would have to get to that organically. Yeah, that's exactly and, uh, right. And I hate to be such an idiot, but, you know, maybe working with the male, it would be have to be a little more structured where, you know, how men are, they always, or... No, I disagree. With, it depends on who you work with. Oh, good, yeah, okay. Because she seemed so like akin to you. She seemed like she was your id. Yeah. And that you'd go, uh, and she'd go, ah. Uh. And yeah. then when you go, ah, uh, she'd go, ah, uh, without talking about it. Right. You know, you'd, you'd be able to switch on almost yeah, and that, like... And that's, that has happened organically, as yeah. you said. That's, that's, uh, I love singing with Alice for that reason, that we, um, we, are, we blend easily because um, it, it just comes naturally. Mm -hmm. And I think the closeness of our friendship matters, too, and mm -hmm. the frequency that we, when we get together. And there's not a pressure to create something for an audience. We just get together because we love to sing. Oh, it's just fantastic. You know, I remember hearing you at the end of last year, and I can't remember the song, but I remember you sang it, I can't remember if it was a cappella, and there was a point where you stopped twice because you, the words either overwhelmed you or you forgot them. And yet, I remember afterwards you were like, oh, and I was going, oh my God, it just increased the emotion. We all leaned in saying, what's happening? Is she in distress? Has she forgotten? Is it something wrong? And then you start up again, even better, and so emotional. She's got a lot of emotion in her thing. Almost like you had broken down from the emotion of what you were singing, and yet you were going to hold it together and start again. And I remember afterwards, you, you seemed to be sort of shaking your head. Remember, I came up and said, oh, my God, no, don't worry about that. It was 
twice as good if, as if you had just plowed through a happy little song and like that. And it was, it was very moving. And that's why I went, wow, Deb has really transcended just sounding like a good coffeehouse folk person. She's really got the emotion thing, which is really longevity, mm-hmm. you know, where people are saying, like, because I never felt that 20 years ago or 15 years ago when I first said, nice voice and all that and all, but I didn't feel you taking the license to say, world, you're partly mine. You're partly not yours, but you just said, I don't care. And you just, this is what's coming out of me. And this is what we were going to get. And it was just fantastic. Because I remember thinking back away, yeah, that's nice. And I'd hear Carrie say, oh, look, they sing harmony. But I never, I underestimated you. And then even before Alice showed up, I was like, whoa listen to that because I didn't know whether you'd had a maturing moment or you just finally said I don't care about life I'm going to do what I want to do you know clubs and managers and all that I don't care what they want me to play and uh so yeah that's good feedback I appreciate that well no it's true and you know I'm just voting with my uh with my feet as they say when it's time to stand up and that's (laughs) you and that's lately so um folks if you ever get the chance to hear deb hardy in whatever form her band is what's the tri- what's the band with alice called hell heel mobile heel heel mobile okay that one i adore and carrie too i love watching carrie your wife work because she's just so not like you you know she's more she's like the cobbler you know working away and all that and then she'll pull out this incredible pair of shoes and uh, i always expect to see her drumming on the guitar case you know like i used to do you know where she's laying along and it's great and uh so um all right well we have 50 seconds left um what what do you wish for the future? What's your Deb Hardy in Gloucester? You want to stay in Gloucester. You don't want to go well, hit the road. And yeah, I want to stay. In, I love Gloucester. Yeah. I want to stay in Gloucester. I want to create. You know, last um, last month I, I put together a show for to celebrate the album, and I and that was a lot of fun. I had Brian King, and I oh, and yeah. I hired a, an instrumentalist to play, and I had Heelmobile, and I want to do that again. I want to have you know. Sp- Take, put some put some music together, some original music together, and advertise it, and then um, let people know. because yeah. it's such a brutal business. I mean, look at Chelsea Berry, and she gets so much energy and so much verbose, and she goes on the road, and she goes to Alaska, she goes to Minnesota, she goes all over the place, but. It must be wearing. And then as you get older and older, and it's almost like, yeah, if you haven't made it by 25, forget it in this biz. But it's almost like, no, let the industry come to me. I'm singing the music that's inside of me. And if the world wants me, and I can work in these venues and work where I'm appreciated, and if that kind of success is going to come, it will. But that kind of success is way harder nowadays. I mean, that the way the Internet is frag. There's no music industry anymore where some record exec will say, I discovered this Deb Hardy. Let's put her in on an album and promote the heck out of her. Yeah. And, that's it's, okay. and for me, it's probably that, a good thing. Okay. It's yeah. okay. Because yeah. 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 that was never your thing, you know, marquee. No, I like to come home at night. I'm a family woman. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, Deb Hardy, you are fabulous, as is my engineer, Jim Capilla, and his intern, Cameron. And so, ladies and gentlemen, now, everybody dance. Yeah, come on back to Fishtown Logo. We'll be right here next week. We won't have Deb Hardy, but we will have Gordon Baird, your host. Thanks for tuning in.